we're live. We're on air. Hello. Good afternoon. <laughs> oh yeah, and we're firing. Marvelous. We're firing. I think we. I think we did something went weird then. I think we're doing all right. Yes. Hello. Are we live? Hello. Testing. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> one, you two, three. <laughs> Poor, poor Elder Festus, he's just got up. Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Hello, mate. How I'm, you doing? I'm not too bad. Do you want to introduce the uh, the show? Yes. Well, welcome to episode 23. God, 23. Wow. Sure, it's 23. I hope it's not last week. <laughs> <laughs> If it's oh, last week, are we in the future then? Or in the past? No, don't blow my head. I haven't got any I haven't got any manamana to take the edge off. <laughs> <laughs> no You've been watching Star Trek, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well hopefully a lot lighter show this week, because... We all know the bad stuff that's going off. Is there any bad stuff going off? There's lots of bad stuff, but we'll, we will only touch on it gently. Very lightly. Indeed. <laughs> indeed, indeed. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to say hello to chat because I, I don't normally do this. So no, I think it's about time I said hello to chat for once. Yeah. Good afternoon. It is Sunday. It's Tales of the Home. Episode 23, with me, Mark, from Solo Reviews, and Steve, BFG. Hello. Uh, right, so, Manic, Bronco, JP, nice guy, just a little bit vapey. I love that one. We have visitors. I know, he says, Bill, Gav, Chris, Chris Doyle, hello, Rachel, Huggles. And that's it, Vapory, that's it, that's so far. Any more? Did I miss anybody? Now, if you're wondering why I'm Kevin. saying... Oh, Kevin, he's just popped in. If you're wondering why I'm saying we've got visitors, because if you've not caught the nice guys with uh, Flat Cap on a Saturday night, I highly recommend you go and have a look at that, because that is a giggle of a show. Pump oh. Puffs as well. Yes. Oh, you can't beat Pump yeah. Puffs. The, the only thing I would warn you, <laughs> on, just get a bit sweary. Does it? Do you think so? Yeah. I think you're a little bit sweary. But it's Saturday night. The kids should be in bed, so enjoy it. Yeah, mature. <laughs> yes, it's mature content. Mature. It's really a fabulous show. Yeah. Well worth checking out. Nita, hello. We've got Bill in. Uh, yeah. I think I've named everybody. If it I have, yeah, Nita. Need to I, just pop up later. I know. If I haven't, it's all like, hello. <laughs> I, I'm getting worried about this Huggles movement, though. Why? I always do Huggles. Because it only takes for the person to be reaching into the screen and it'll look like you're trying to play with something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Huggles. Huggles. Is that better? Now you're trying to scoop them out. <laughs> I say. Oh, Hephaestus, what's your mouth? You kiss your mother with that mouth. <laughs> Hephaestus says, the more cursing there is, the better, the more I like it. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> There's not wrong with a little bit of cussing now and again. Yeah. Just 
we do tend to keep it down on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, it's Sunday. <laughs> Come on, it is yeah. Sunday. It's nice and relaxed on a Sunday. We have no wish to get struck down by the man upstairs. No. <laughs> <laughs> God, God, they're at it again. God. <laughs> hey, God, have you heard these two at it? Brilliant, On your day. On your day of rest as well. Habit. <laughs> um, he's travelling again. I would assume he's travelling. So does this mean that we're in the car with you? Wow! That's shotgun. Because I've been riding shotgun underneath the Hudson. If you're gonna sing, sing like a someone. <laughs> I could get used to this. <laughs> Stuck on a boat, no vaping allowed. So do it silently, Chris, you'll be fine. You're stuck on a boat and you can't vape? Yeah. Why can't you vape on a boat? Same reason you can't vape on a plane, fire risk. <laughs> well, when I cross, when we go over to Isle of Wight, we can vape outside. You can vape on the outside. You can't obviously can't vape on the inside of the boat, but you can vape on the outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's on deck. Yeah, but let's be right, it's going across to the Orkney Islands. It's October. Yeah, I know. Orkney Islands, they're the pl- that's the place where they don't have trees. Because mm-hmm. they're all in Scandinavia and places like that. That's where their trees have gone. <laughs> Got blown away. <laughs> they had trees originally and then we just blew them away. <laughs> now nowhere he's gone. <laughs> hey, you bugger, bring back my tree! <laughs> Wrong, wrong part of the country there, <laughs> boy. Yeah. Now, is it the Orkney Isles that have got all the... Uh, I'm sure it's the Orkney Isles that have got all the uh, Stone Age monoliths. And... Yeah, because they couldn't build it out of trees. Stop it. <laughs> Just pretend it's bricks. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, it's the... It's the the only place where, uh, if it's the right Scarabray, I think it is, it's the first place where they ever found uh, stone buildings rather than timber. Probably for that very reason. There wasn't a lot of trees. Mm. And <laughs> Rachel's, anyway. Rachel's making herself look pretty. Well, hiding all the bad bits under some makeup. Oh, bless. How can you say that? She's... Yeah. Rachel's lovely for those who haven't met her. She's she gorgeous. Is. She gives a damn good snuggle as well. Easy to tell you. <laughs> Huggle. Huggle, sorry. <laughs> D- don't rile Chris. It's Sunday. Don't rile Chris. <laughs> oh, man. So, what have you been up to? Since Thursday, absolutely nothing besides work. Uh, I had a day off yesterday, totally chilled out for the first time. And it's been a while. Me and the wife literally did chill out yesterday. And it was snuggled on the blankets, on the couch, watching Star Trek, fast and loud. And then we watched The Rocket Man, the Elton John thing. I enjoyed it. Oh, so we 
go into that a bit more in depth later. We shall. We shall go more in depth with Rocket Man. The Elton mm. John by Opicky Esky Sing Alongy Theatre Showy Yeah Fantasy Realm. Very weird. Yeah, very weird, but very clever in the way it did it. But we'll we'll talk about that later. We'll, we'll talk about however, have you ever heard the wonderful story about uh, Eminem's wedding present to Elton John and his husband? You did mention it once. Yeah, Eminem was um, basically accused of uh, gay bashing, hmm. you know, um, and having a real thing against Elton John. Well, they're actually very good friends. So Eminem's wedding present to Sir Elton and his husband on their wonderful day was a pair of diamond-encrusted cock rings. Hmm. <laughs> Which Elton has always said, no, never been used, no. <laughs> and if that doesn't bring tears to your eyes, nothing will. <laughs> and Grumpy is being interrupted. He's watching Peaky Blinders season four. And he's stopped to watch us. My God. That's praised indeed. I know. Let me in it. I f- I Cheers, we, we, we feel honoured, Ben. We really do. We do? Yeah. <laughs> So, up and close he's done. Yeah, I didn't have a very good week last week, I've got to admit. I've still, well, I feel a lot better. I I, I was under the weather last week. Um, Not just not feeling too well either. Just felt under the weather. So I only ended up doing one uh, review last week, which was the Monstor which was a cracking little sub-home tank from Blitz, got to admit. That was really nice. So, yeah, I've got me up and closes done today. Uh, I literally finished about an hour ago. Literally, one hour ago. Exactly. So, mm. yeah. I caught him in a state of dishevelment. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. I thought it was pretty all right. Yeah, we're bad. <laughs> It's obviously warm in there. It is. <laughs> Red hot. Oh, why? <laughs> oh. Well, ah. It's been a, it's been a weird old week for me between work and bits and pieces. It's. Uh, Oh, your work's been totally stressed out with that, are you? I'd be right. (laughs) However, I came across this beauty. It's the Aspire Odin. It's nice, that. It's not one I'd heard of. It's a big old chunky bugger. I mean, it's it's, uh, 28 mil. And it's got some F to it and all Mm. uh, when you pick it up. I've actually got the, the 7 mil glass attached. But the thing that this is kicking out the thing that surprised me that's what i'm running it at 43 43 watts i am getting yes it's a cool vape but boy the flavor the high end just just the high the highlights that you get from flavors yeah um, i've currently got contra in it i love contra mm. but god the citrus notes that are coming out on this Brilliant. What's what type of coil is it? Is it mesh? It's a uh, mesh. Uh, 0.3 and there's a 0.2 in the box that I haven't tried yet. Mm. 
But I tra- I walked into my local B&M. It's not smoke. Cheers, boys. <laughs> and uh, Ben just turned around. And he says, you've got to try this. Mm. And he made it full of deja vu. Um, and the coconut. You know, whereas when I've tried deja vu before, the coconut's always been the sort of undernote. Mm. At the front, kicking your tonsils in. Absolutely stunning. Awesome. Really is a hell of a tank. And they've got around the slide a bit. So, see that? You lift it you up. Lift it. And then push, yeah. And then just push. It's so smooth. The tolerances on it are brilliant. Mm. They really are. But when you push it back, you just seem to automatically pull it down. Mm. So it's literally just up, fill, slide What size drip tip is that? 810. 810. It yeah. looks smaller than an 810. It does, but no, it's mm. just a standard 810 feet. Let's have a look at the top bit. Show me the top. Take the drip tip off and let me have a look at the top bit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's just a standard it's slight, slightly goes up. Nice guy, just a little bit vapory. Yes, we will both be at Expo. Oh, you know. God, yeah, and I'm looking forward to meeting you guys and hopefully Gaz as well. Pud Puffs, no doubt. Oh, no doubt. Puffs last year. CJ's coming as well, I think. Is he? Oh, you're awesome. Yeah. CJ's there Saturday with his missus, so. Mm. Awesome. Be good to uh, bump in. Hmm. And, of course, we know the famous four will be there because they're judging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they will be. And Little Bro will be there as well. He, yes, I, think I, he's there there. Th- he, I think he's there Thursday. Oh, he's there for the Thursday night, is he? Yeah, he's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. He's going to be there. He's staying. Ooh. He's staying over weekend. That's going to get messy. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> yeah, the, I must admit, this year there's a load of people I'm really open to bump into, so mm. uh, it'd be good for a giggle. I said that CJ might not be able to make it now. Oh, no. Oh, that's a shame. I was yeah. looking forward to, to meeting him. Mm. But uh, Nick's going, isn't he, Grim? Yeah, Nick's going. Yeah, he's already booked his hotel. Uh, uh, Nick's going. So's uh, Kent. He'll be there. I think Mike Vapes mm. is going. I think Jay Hayes is Mike going Vapes. as well. Mike Vapes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they've reserved his spot at the bar as usual for Mike? Yeah. <laughs> Jade's going, is he? Ah, that, that could be interesting. Mm. Oh, no. No, I've, no, I've never met uh, Jay. No. Is Nick going? Nick who? Vape TV, Nick. Uh, Daily Vape TV. Uh, Sorry, Daily Vape TV, yeah. Do you know, Summer? I'm not 100% sure. I will assume so, because he normally does. He normally comes over. I hope so, because he... Uh, oh, Nick's if, ace. If you've never met Daily Rape, Nick from Daily Rape TV, you can't miss him. He's a. He's not a small bloke, is he? No, he's not. Always, beard, always got his... Uh, he had his ear tubes in last time, mm. didn't he? Um, what a lovely guy. Mm. Really is. It's handy if you need a you know dinner service. <laughs> what? No need for an egg. You know, just, <laughs> Nick, just sort of put your head 
One side, mate. <laughs> Got any spare plates, anyone? <laughs> Apparently, Jai Hayes is staying at a posh hotel and is hosting a party. Yeah, mm. yeah, we know. We're not. We, we, we just didn't want to say out. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, you don't even know who I am. <laughs> Alright, having these posh parties, but if you haven't got a kitchen to stand in, it's crap. Exactly. Yeah. No decent part I ever had, no kitchen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's where we would be in the kitchen. Jules, huggles. Huggles. See, it works. See, it does work. I still reckon it looks like you're trying to touch him up through the screen. <laughs> well, it's better than a fist bump, I suppose. Yeah, to... <laughs> Stop it! I say, with your reputation, <laughs> my reputation. <laughs> so, what else you vaping on, Killer? Um, just got the micro. Um, do have found a lovely new flavour. Mm. It's from the Salts range, so it is budget. Mm. It's only 10 mil uh, Nick salts, but it's the black ice. If you like black currant tunes, mm. oh, it's a mild menthol. It's not a grippy throat menthol. And it just lifts the flavour. It's absolutely brilliant. Dion, how are you doing? Mm. Uh, it is gorgeous, mate. It really mm. is. So, what are you sucking on? I'm sucking on a new thing. Oh, let's see. I've got a new thing. Uh, it only Ooh. came the other day. I don't like vertical coils. Just, yeah. thought, just thought I'd let you know. I do not like RDAs that are vertical coils. Well, I'll kick that one out of the way. I do like vertical coils. It does <laughs> now. <laughs> this is the GFV or Go For Vapes Eternal RDA. Absolutely gorgeous. Love it. Here we go. Jason's in the chat. Hey! Yes. Hello, mate. Congratulations for your 3K prize. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it will be on the way shortly. I still haven't packed it. It's, still, it's, it's there, Jason. That's where it is. I'll be honest. I'm not lying. I'm not one of these ones that say, oh, yeah, it's already been posted. No, it hasn't. It, it's there. Literally, all there. I'll get this sorted soon. <laughs> Just thought I'd mention it. Anyway, getting back to this. This is a mm. vertical curl, and it is absolutely gorgeous. It really is. I am so impressed with it. The draw on it is so like, oh, it's just silky smooth, and it's mm, 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 flavour off. It's gorgeous. And you get a nice sparkly tip with it as well. Do you know something? It look, reminds me of one of them DHD drip tips. It really does. Mm. Very drippy, drippy. So, yeah, I'm on that. And on there, I'm on uh, Biscuit and Tobacco from the uh, Vape Airwick, which is their VIR. I do like that one. Really. I'm I'm not a big tobacco fan, like you all know. But I like a little bit of tobacco. And this is gorgeous. really is. Very Definitely an all-day vape. It's got a really nice, you've got a little hint, it's more caramel than anything else. Oh, and right. then you've got that biscuity flavour. 
and it's almost like that uh, a digestive you know that kind of you know uh, bottom of mm. a cheesecake yeah that and you've got the obviously uh, it's I wouldn't say it's cream but it's very like buttery mm. and you've so got, got that buttery caramel yeah mm. it is honestly that is absolutely gorgeous so as you can see I've not got much of that left and that was full on Thursday spank <laughs> that slightly son oh yes oh yes sir I just certainly have uh, I've got the Kylin M on the uh, M M MVV MVV version two, two. which I do, I do like that. You're and, only old enough to make me jealous. <laughs> I just I'm gonna say Vic did his review of it and uh, he didn't like it. Well, he didn't like the actual design. I absolutely love it. I think that is gorgeous, and it's embossed as well. It's not flat. That's it actually embossed, yeah. So it's got a texture to it as well. So it's, it's really nice. I like it. In that, uh, which one have I got in that one? Uh, oh, in that one, I've got Marky's uh, Homebrew, which is lemon. Sample. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've produced all this myself. <laughs> if it's that it's colour, I'm worried. <laughs> I'm getting a bit dehydrated if it's that colour. I'd be worried about the viscosity, mate. <laughs> it's a bit thick there, Doctor. <laughs> and I've also got my uh, passage with the hex. And in that one, I've got vintage Fimto, which I've added, mm. believe it or not, I've had to add a little bit of my lemon. The Vimto, obviously, it's the blackcurrant, but it's a mm. little bit too bitter. I'm getting a right bitter taste, yeah. Nice. Mm. And so what I've done is add a bit of my lemon just to take that bitterness off, and it's it's all right now. So yeah, that's all I'm on. Oh, oh yeah, I, I forgot. I'm on the Uni Uni Pro from Yokan, which oh, I love mm -hmm. this. I, I I've done a lot of um, videos for Yokan over, over the last couple of months, and they've all basically on these uh, clearamizers these little type of styling of uh, tanks and they all fit in kind of like that but this one has a what did you call it you called it an iris not iris grip yeah, yeah. an iris grip i'll just take that out uh, and can you see that closing you probably can't open yeah, you can just... what a clever little it's simple idea but boy, does that work. And it also has one that you can raise it or lower it to your height. I think it's absolutely brilliant. I really do. Well impressed with that. So, yep, that's what well, I'm on. All we need now is Julie to appear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good afternoon, Mr. Porter. I know we, I don't think you've been in since we, we mentioned it, but oh boy. That Battlestar Galactica styled stand. Oh, God, yes. And the Molyneux. That, oh, God, yeah. That's a thing of beauty. Oh, you're not kidding. <laughs> Jay! If you do get a chance, nip over to Stevie's Facebook group. Mm. Uh, absolutely oh, stands gorgeous. Beautiful. If Jules wants to stick the link in, please do, because they yeah. are gorgeous. 
And I, I've, I'm a bad man. I have to catch up on uh, Jules's reviews. I'm a couple behind. I'm a bad man. Sorry. <laughs> hey, up, what's, up with, what's up with Jay? The aperture on your camera? What? That? Oh, oh, I think you put light the oh, aperture, the aperture on, on, on our yeah, camera yeah. lens. Ah, yeah, yeah, yes. So it's that sort of, you end while it's lateral movement, you end up with a circular grip. And boy, I mean, I was playing with it when we were sorting out the giveaway, and absolutely fantastic idea. It's cool, it's because there's loads of them, um, mods out there that hold that type of clearomizer, and they all mm. rackle. I mean, it was like the... Oh, what was it called? Was it the time? No. Jules will be able to tell me. Uh, the Pixie. Mm. Gorgeous mod. Absolutely gorgeous little tiny mod. But no matter what you put in it, it rattled. So having that, I, I think it's absolutely brilliant. Ooh, interesting question from Paul there. Any thoughts on the Lost Vape Drone 250C? Heard good and bad things. I'd like to find out, because that's the one with the 21, 21700. From what I've heard, Paul, from uh, TVP, he's absolutely loving it. But I've not actually held one. I've seen pictures, but I've not held one, so I couldn't even tell you. And I don't well, even know how, right. how much are they? Don't you? I bet um, they aren't. No, lost I bet they're not cheap. E-Sig Have them in... Actually, they've got them in half price. Um, uh -huh. It was good at 69.99. They've got the uh, amber and... It's uh, like amber, amber and stainless. Mm. So, uh, for 69, oh, sorry, that's the, the BF DNA 250. Oh, the first edition. Hmm, gonna say, but uh, now I've not tried one, so uh, I'd like to because mm. there's not many mods that are dual 21700s. I think the uh, cap is it the captain? I think that's about the only one I can think of that's dual 21700. Yeah. There's not many about. There single, so many... single, there's loads of singles, but not dual. Mm. Unless you get the Monarch. Which... But 89 to 99 on uh, SR Vapes. Really? They're cheaper than I thought they were going to be. Hmm. I must admit, the, the all black looks a lot nicer than the amber. Mm. Which, oh, what's the name of the material? You get drip tips out of that. Horrible nicotine yellow. Or, um, yeah, piss. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. That's the colour. Yeah. It's not the name of the... <laughs> oh, the captain's the 2700. Yeah. But the problem, I mean, the captain had so many flaws with it. <laughs> Vupu well, X. Yeah, but it's a Vupu. To be fair, now, Bennett, the, the B&M, treated himself for you, though. Abby's in. Everyone wave to Abby. Come on, wave. Hey, Alton. 
<laughs> to be honest, that X217 is a nice bit of kit. Mm. Um, longevity might be a bit iffy, but the, uh, the fit and finish in the blue and the power it pumps out, can't fault it. Confused. I'm saving up now. I want to get me some a, uh, a Ruby Room mod. You elitist. Mm. <laughs> I must admit, I'd probably sell Firstborn for one, actually. But mm. <laughs> I, I, I don't think there's much of a market for smelly teenager. <laughs> I just want a monarch. I, I keep on seeing them. I keep on going on, even though I can't, I can't afford one at the moment. It's so like just no chance. But I keep on going on with and it's like, oh, that's so nice. Oh, that's so nice. But it's my kind of vaping, you see. It's exactly how I like to vape. Dual parallel, no messing about. I'm not bothered about menus and all that kind of stuff. I like straight wattage. I'll be old school. <laughs> you can't. I think this is why I like, you know, your potentiometer mods and things like that. I mean, I've got two of them on go. And even this is this is only uh, wattage modes. This is the uh, double barrel. That's my kind of vaping. I don't know. JP's just thrown up an interesting one. What's that? <laughs> if I do find... <laughs> Sorry, Rachel's just caught me off guard with that one. If I do find a market for the firstborn, see if they'll take away a demon six-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you. You know, the UL uh, Evadillo. Armadillo? I'm just looking now. He's, he's off. It's one letter away from being rude. Really? <laughs> now that's a, that's a very interesting... Uh, it, it, very small, very square. Looks like it's about a 25 or a 26 at the top. What, what are we talking about now? This ULE Vadillo. It's a 200 watt TC box, but it takes uh, dual 21 700s. Put a link in chat. Do... Hmm. It's, uh, Mark, got myself a block of black American walnut the other day. I have plans. Ha ha ha. Well, just remember to use cream. Going in dry. The <laughs> <laughs> worst splinters. <laughs> Right, I'm posting a link up for the Evadillo. Um, and that's going to take you to the EC clip review. But it, because it really does. Oh, okay. Right, it's 47 mil by 32 by 83, so it will take a 30 mil. Yeah, that's a bit of a beast, isn't it? It's almost that triangle shape, isn't it? Hmm, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. No, it's not exactly floating my boat. If it takes a 30 mil and it takes two twenty one seven hundreds, I don't care what it looks like. I'm prepared to paper bag it. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I'll say. Ooh. <laughs> right. Well, we've got you. So have we got any news, sir? Let's get this, this show on track. <laughs> On track, I say. Right, 
let us go. Um, we will start off. Finally, I'm sure everybody's seen the FDA has finally coughed up over what the uh, the actual cause of the issues have been over in the USA. Hasn't stopped Pave, who carried on discussing how it's vaping, uh, and then posted congratulatory statements to the various governors who are doing uh, the flavour bans and the bans on sales, etc., etc., which is personal opinion once the FDA have launched the uh, official statement saying it's THC mm. yeah don't keep on banging on like it's vaping because you're making yourself look like idiots mm. well it's all too late it's all too late mm. the whole lot it's, all, it's, it's information way too late and it's CDC, way, way too late. C, it's same with CDC it's just too late well, I mean, CDC haven't even had the courtesy to do it yet. Um, so the FDA have stated consumers and family members of consumers who use vaping products containing THC or psychoactive component to the marijuana plant. Right, let's clear this one up. The reason I read that out, it's not a vaping product. Mm. You vape the contents of the, the actual pod but in no way has THC ever been a product related to vaping in terms of nicotine. Mm. Well, it's no. like I drink. Well, yeah. <laughs> that, that's a big... Uh, well, this is it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. you drink what? Drink is the actual what you're doing. Vaping is what you're actually doing. He's not explaining what the device you're uh, vaping on. Well, this is it. You know, I could, I could write a, a story that says, you know, man dies from drinking one pint. Mm. Yeah? If I had the bit, man dies, dies drinking one pint of bleach, mm. completely different context. Oh, yeah, completely. So it's absolutely. Like man caught driving. Driving what? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that's how it's just. I think at top and bottom of it, if nothing else, I mean, we're we're looking at it from a an outside looking looking in. I think the one thing that I have learned is there are that many people that are making decisions for us for our benefit that haven't got a clue what they're talking about. Oh yeah. Now I posted a video under the tag of uh, it isn't lying if you ignore the question um, and at the end of that particular video a uh, vape shop owner is speaking to his representative and he's saying you know you're putting people out of work etc and the representative's argument seems to be based on the fact that uh, vape e-juices contain diacetyl and the vape shop owner turns around and says, no. They may have done in the past, but there is virtually, you know, as far as he was aware, there was no products with that ingredient in them. Oh, no, no. Most of them on the market have got it in. Really? Mm, no, they haven't. Well, it's like this uh, governor's... Uh... Julie, hello, sweetheart. Hello. Oh, there's knobs polished, Julie. I've heard of knobs, 
for those who aren't normally with us, Julie watches from her big brass bed. So yes. I wasn't being rude. Stop sniggering. <laughs> yes, uh, the governor of Oregon, uh, reacting to the current THC-related deaths and illness, but was pointing to the vape industry targeting youth and as such wants to ban flavour. But uh, I don't remember seeing Captain Crunch flavoured THC. No, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, not good. Not good. Unbelievable. The new ban, uh, their ban order means unflavoured products can still be sold. So, I don't know of any. The only unflavoured products I know of nicotine shots and there's no way I'm sticking them in a tank and just doing them raw mm. <laughs> yeah I mean even what um, vegetable glycerin I mean that's even that's still got a slight flavour to it but I, I won't fancy yeah, just not... vaping that on its own true uh, Massachusetts's ban has been upheld for at least uh, will remain in place for at least another three weeks um VTA had challenged the governor's ban in court. However, a federal judge ordered the ban to remain in place. Cops in Michigan have been clearing the shops and ensuring the products are being taken off shelves. Oh, don't that, that just winds me up. See that Absolutely. it's all like they can do that, but they can't make sure that kids aren't getting them. Hmm. Mm. Well, not just that. They can do that with the cops, but they're not stopping the people selling THC cartridges that yeah. are killing people. Mm. And let's be right, on the scale of things, and I'm not being disrespectful to anybody that's suffered during this whole episode, but there's what, 13 deaths now? Yeah, something like that. Right, 13 deaths. It keeps, keeps on changing. It's... It's crazy. A dodgy chicken at a barbecue could potentially kill two. Mm. You know, there's 13 deaths and they're banning everything statewide. Mm. Given the problems they've got with guns, the problems they've got with various uh, prescription drugs, why the hell are they concentrating on vaping and not sorting those out? Mm. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. I mean, let's face it, I mean, they keep on coming out with these, oh, we don't know what's in them. Well, yes, they do. They know exactly what's in uh, e-juice, e-liquid, or whatever you want to call it, because they've got to, because they're registered with FDA. So they do know what's in it. Yeah. None of the antis are uh, recognising that, of course, because it's data. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Minnesota could be next. There is a pro-vaping U.S. rally planned. Um, So the UVA, which is United Vapors Alliance, newly formed, are calling on vapors from across America to attend the pro-vaping protest planned for next month. It will be at Pennsylvania Avenue. They are planning November the 9th between 12 and 4 p.m. Now, related to that is Vapor Arm Magazine's campaign Together We Vape. So the idea is to raise upwards of 25000 to donate to the U.S. vaping advocacy groups and vape shops affected by the vape ban. There is an article available on EasyClick uh, about the campaign called Together We Are Vape UK Campaign to Rain Funds for the American Advocacy Groups. Uh, Neil H. 
I believe, the author of that one. Mm. So if you're interested, go and have a look. Um, in fact, here's me saying if you're interested, go and have a look. When I could do this. Dum, 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 dum. Dum, dum, dum. There you are, there's chat. the link. So if, if you're interested, have a look. Uh, personal opinion again, I think the industry should have done this a long time ago. Yeah. To, to rely on the customer. In the words of Vic, you know, you don't expect the customer to prop up the industry when the government decides to turn, turn exactly. against it. No. But... Yeah, we're not the ones getting the profit margin out of this point. Certainly not. I wish we were. <laughs> Jeez, uh... <laughs> but you see, it's no. see, just one of them. Like, like I said to you, I, I have just got to the stage where I just don't believe anybody anymore. It's so like not not just because it's so like what's going off in the vaping. On about you, you watch the news, and now now we know how the news is brought across to us mm -hmm. and how it's delivered not only because of what I've learned of how the untruths are being brought out regarding vaping it's like well what else are these this untruths you know you watch the the news at six and it's like you sat there and oh this has happened that's happened it's like actually how much is this is true and that's how it's got I me now Oh, yeah. I don't want I mean, to sound. I don't want to sound like I'm. I mean, uh, you know, Tim Foylehead or anything like that. But it's all like because of what's gone off with uh, America and the vaping side of things, and how that they've reported it, and how the how the actual government is acting on it as well. It's all like makes you worry about other stuff. Well, not just that. It also make the thing I've noticed with the, the anti vape campaign by the media. It's what they're not telling you. Yeah. You know, the NANA uh, did a report a couple of months ago showing that teen vaping was down and uh, there wasn't a teen epidemic. Mm. You know, that UK uh, teen vaping figures were down, the UK teen uh, cigarette figures were the lowest they had been. Completely ignored. Because it wasn't a negative story. Mm. Um, and look at the way they've twisted the data in teen vaping in America. Mm. You know, they're saying, oh, teen vaping's up to 78%. Ah, yeah. What they're not looking at is the bar opposite where teen vaping, it, the cigarette use, yeah, but even is down. Uh, let's let's face it, even the epidemic based. Uh, f um, statistics are not right because it's if mm. you've tried it in the last 30 days so if you've picked it up and gone that's it you're a vapor mm. it's ridiculous absolutely crazy but it's still uh, i know there's no scientific uh measure that since e-cigs have come out that the, the cigarettes use has dropped but if it isn't vapes mm. that reduce those figures there's something very strange going off yeah you know um now we mentioned utah on thursday where instead of banning they had actually restrict 
you're not getting Paul. The media don't know how to interpret data. Mm. Or sometimes I get the feeling they do, but they they know what's going to sell the story. Mm. Um, so we mentioned Utah, which hadn't actually gone down the road with the ban, but had placed higher tighter restrictions on where you could buy uh, fake gear. A very very laudable way of doing things. And now Canada uh, have vape advocates have now said uh, rather than banning, which is what's been mumbling in Canada for a while now, they welcome tougher controls in the country. So they've actually quoted Utah for its newly announced What are you laughing at? <laughs> Crazy world of Arthur Brown to be played, is it, Gav? <laughs> Oops, wrong window. Julie, why are you just been out the window? <laughs> my boggles <laughs> instead of the handsome guy next door pushing the lawnmower the 78 year old geriatric on the other side just got the day of his life <laughs> so they applaud the state of utah for its newly announced rules around va vaping where only tobacco specialty shops are allowed to sell flavored e-cigarettes um, and require notice to post notices of uh, the dangers of vaping unrelated Unregulated, not unrelated, THC product. God damn it. I had a Bloomberg moment then. You did, didn't you? <laughs> they are strongly in flavour of tighter regulations surrounding the sale and promotion of nicotine liquid vape products, including removing them from all convenience stores, gas stations, and any retail location that is not age restricted. As the entry of vape products into these environments directly correlates with a large spike recently seen in youth uptake. Round of applause for that one, I believe, uh, for uh, the Can I mean, Canadian Vaping Association. It's like Sorry. what I said on Thursday. It's not ideal what they've done in Utah. It's not ideal, don't get me wrong, but it's a lot better than banning stuff. Oh, yeah. And I think it is a logical way of doing it, where both parties should be appeased, should we say. Hmm. Would you not agree? Well, yeah. I mean, they're saying, right, they're basically saying that there's a team epidemic, children are vaping. So you've got to somehow find a way of restricting the way that they get hold of uh, e-cigarettes which is yeah mm -hmm. the, I, I, I totally appreciate that totally so the only way that you can do that is literally control the environment where you can actually buy them from so yeah. get rid of it from your garages get rid of it from your, what do they call it is it sea stores yeah they call them sea stores well 7-11s and the like, oh, like. It, so. and the only place that you can buy an e-cigarette is from an actual vape shop Hmm. I think that, I, I've got nothing. I think that's totally. There, there is room for the argument that uh, by restricting the easy access, that some people aren't ever going to try them. But no. Yeah, I but the thing is, though, that this this is where this is where the ah but comes to it. If they employed a stop smoking 
service, service like yeah. we do in this country and they promoted the e-cigarette to actually be used that's where you go to get them mm. i mean once upon a time we used to have tobacconists oh yeah and that's where you used to get your tobacco you didn't get it from a corner shop you got your tobacco from a tobacconist that's mm. where you got it from and it was a lot harder as a kid trying to get cigarettes out of a tobacconist than it was at the local corner shop exactly Yes, I remember those days well. Mm. Nipping in for half an ounce of rough shag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I say. Yeah, nice busy. She was a lovely woman, that clerk. <laughs> oh, Mildred. <laughs> oh, you knew her. Oh, Mildred, can I have some dark shag, please? <laughs> I, was, I was always a big... It was weird, because when I was rolling back in, uh, when I first started rolling... I used to use uh, a cherry-flavoured rough shag instead. It was designed for pipes, but it mm. made a great rolling backy. We, we used to go, yeah, they always were cheaper, because I used to go in Doncaster. There used to be one in Doncaster, there used to be one in Worksop. And yeah, brilliant. <laughs> I always like, I, I don't know about you, but I like tobacconists. The old one with the them. massive big jars and all that lot, and the smells were gorgeous. And you normally find the guy in the, the, the warehouse coat, you know, that Ooh. sort of dodgy brown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a couple of pens in the top pocket. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, hair coming oh. out of his nose and ears. <laughs> Gav's just put a lovely one in. I believe they have stopped smoking cigarettes, but they've run, uh, they've run out of MSA money and it's not going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Wasn't the MSA money meant for places like that? Yeah, what do you mean, mate? But <laughs> uh, uh, well, yeah, I mean, let's 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 be right. That is a better way of controlling it, surely. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, online sales are always going to have the issue of age verification. Yeah, of course they are. And if you're a small business. The bigger age verification systems just to, they're out of your price range hmm. you know um but and to some extent you can't rely on the postman because i mean i know with, with the stuff i order if there's somebody that doesn't appear or can't prove that they're 18 to sign for it hmm. i'll get red carded yeah which is why i, have I know for definite that uh, amazon does that mm. Well, I've, I've bought some really? stuff off eBay and that's been the same. Hmm. I just, I, I mean, all right, it's not perfect and it's not the ideal situation of, you know, I mean, you, you, you're bound to get people say, well, it's freedom, it's just legal rights and all this lot. But in the situation that, especially how it is in America, the, in the situation, that is probably the only way that mm. it could work. But we're back to Vic's standoff again, aren't we? Mm. You're not going to get a win. Go for the draw. Even if that happened in this country, mm. I don't think I would be opposed to that. Well, no. I mean, I normally get my gear from a... A vape shop. A B&M anyway, yeah. So, I mean, we do it, so why can't people in the States do it? Well, this and is then it. You, I mean, you've got that control. I mean, obviously, it's proven that they can use the police to go actually in there and to just keep an eye on them because they're already doing it now. 
they? Well, yeah, you ain't kidding. Yeah, if they, if let's be right, if they've got patrol uh, officers coming in to make sure that they're not selling it, mm-hmm. surely that them same officers could come in once a week or once a month and just keep an eye on them, see how they're doing, making sure that the carding and all that good stuff. It's proving that they, they can do it. Well, yeah, I, I think, uh, I think it's the only way forward. Because Pave and the likes are not going to quit. No, of course they're not. They're going to keep on kicking it. Hmm. Now, Bill's just referred to something in uh, in chat. There was a uh, an article by the Centre for Public Integrity. The original publishing date, I believe, was something like 2012 or 2011. But it's an article that uh, state governments have been struggling with big tobacco firms because the big tobacco firms were withholding part of the MSA payments. Now, remember, this is six years ago. Mm. The reason for the withholding of the MSA payments was the bit that interested me. There was two reasons why they were legally allowed to withhold payments. And it was, where are we, where are we, where are we? they disputed that the smaller firms that hadn't signed the agreement were undercutting them. Yeah? Okay. And and the other reason, so there was a clause built in that they could withhold a percentage of their annual payment to the states if two things happen. So if if they lose market share to a non-participating participating cigarette maker, and second, the states fail to diligently enforce the requirement that non-participating tobacco companies pay into the escrow, which is basically the fund that if they get taken to court, then nobody ends up, uh, the big four don't end up coughing up anything. Mm. Yeah. Now, this is old, old stuff, but it got me thinking. Vaping's classed as a tobacco product, is it not? Mm-hmm. I wonder if uh, vaping actually triggers one of those clauses. Yeah, that's the point. Now, they're saying that this article specifically mentions non-participating cigarette makers. Mm. But if they're describing it as a tobacco product, does it trigger that withhold? And how many how many congressmen and governors I think wondering that same question? Mm. It's an interesting one that. Hey, that was a yeah. That's almost like a Vic find that. <laughs> oh, two texts, and I will place the article up here. It's it's something to mull over. But there's the article link. Hi, Brad. So might be worth uh, having a shift. Shufti That is interesting. I'm going to read that later. In 2010, according to the article, the states divvied up 6.4 billion between them. How much? 6.4 billion. Jeeps. Based, uh, back at the time when this article was new, the payments translated to roughly 54 cents for every pack sold. That's a lot of money. Mm. 
it's the little bits like that. Mm. We talk about the MSA and huge, huge figures, but it's the nitty gritty stuff that gets, starts getting interesting. Because back in the day, that would have been a very large proportion of a packet of cigs. Now, if that's risen with the price of cigarettes, yeah. How much are they getting back now? Exactly. Well, saying that, how much is a pack of fags in in America? I got told off for calling them fags. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, cigarettes. <laughs> sorry, cigarettes. Uh, <sighs> Thanks, Jewel. Seven dollars. I wonder what it was in 2011 then. Uh, 15 books in New York. Blimey. Oh, hello, sweetheart. 15 quid a pack, or the equivalent of. But no, it'll be about £12.50, £12. won't it? That's, that's blooming a lot of money, isn't it? I mean, how much well, is a packet of fags here? Ten I ain't got a now. How much? It's about a tenner. 10 quid for a packet of fags. Depending on what your brand is, the higher end stuff, yeah. Jeeps. Jewel sends a love. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jules. There we are. The escrow was equivalent to 1% per cigarette and only 38% had definitely paid in. So there's the big black hole in that. Yeah. Jesus. Just lead to the money. Just look for the money. <laughs> it's all to do with money. <laughs> you ain't kidding. It's I the mean, money. I, I, I still think Vic's point about these bills becoming due is also very old. Oh, yeah. And we 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 think uh, the old uh, USA is in a, a little little bit of a pickle, should we say? Well, they've got that tango idiot in the White House. Of course they are. <laughs> it's a little bit of a pickle there. I'm still not seeing any signs of any footings getting dug on the Mexican border, so he's broken at least one promise. <laughs> all right, all right, we'll stop. <laughs> they're not good, they're not good, not good. Sorry, boss. <laughs> Well, we're not expecting carpet bombing, are we? <laughs> They're not good. They're not good. <laughs> what killed me was, he's, he's giving it. They're going to pay for it. Wow. <laughs> oh, unbelievable. Dear God, Labworks have just put 50 US, uh, Australian dollars for top brands. Jeez. Jesus. Oh, there you go. Broncos, $20 a pack for top brands, $17 average. That isn't... How the hell are people affording it? That's a lot. I thought I'd, I thought I was bad, sort of doing twenty five. Guys, it's 20, 20, 20 quid for fifty grams of backy now. Jeez. No. Twenty quid for fifty grams. To be fair, fifty grams would have lasted me a couple of weeks. I used to go through fifty grams a week. Did you? Yeah. 
Yeah, but I roll. I mean, my still life. saying that. I mean, twenty quid a week, still not too bad. I roll my roll-ups like a lifer. You know, there's three, there's three strands of backy in the middle, and it's so damn tight. Yeah. <laughs> Can't beat a good old-fashioned prison rolly. There you go. <laughs> it's scary. It really is. Oh. Yeah, Vic Petty predicted the financial crisis and. Mm. <clears throat> next two years it'll be interesting to see because with the elections coming up next year the last thing they want is that sort of news on the horizon I think it's all going to break next year I really do mm. I think well, I've been saying this for a while there's something brewing in America mm. I don't know what it is I can't put my finger on it exactly but Vic did come close to it there is definitely something brewing the problem is the last time they had something brewing, it caused the world economy to slow down. Exactly. So, because let's face it, Trump's time. not in um, in a good light at the present moment as well, is he? He's never been in a good light. Well, no, he's never been in a good light, but he must have been in sort of some good light, or they would have voted him in. Uh. Possibly protest vote that went horribly wrong. But yeah. When you look at who he was running against. Yeah. Oh, not good. Not <laughs> <laughs> that could be interesting, actually. That, that could be the, the old boy sorting out the plumb line when they start laying the bricks. You know, <laughs> I laid the breast. Best bricks. <laughs> oh, bless. Bless him. Well, I, on a lighter note, did you see Spitting Images coming back? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. I am so. Bill posted a, an interesting comment on Facebook basically saying, I bet it's not as half as cutting as it used it to be. It won't be. I think it might be. I don't. If they are and they get away with it, it'll be fantastic. But I've got a feeling that there is too many snowflakes out there nowadays. The I thing really about the image was, yes, it was sharp. Yeah. It took no prisoners. But it was never unfactual. Mm -hmm. The barbs were there. They could always be visibly seen. Some of it was a bit cruel. I mean, I thought the Queen's the Queen Mum playing Del Boy outside the Buckingham Palace, yeah. <laughs> flogging Charles and Diana commemorative gear, and then the butler coming up going, quick, mom, it's the Rosses, stop. <laughs> You've got to remember, there's a lot of people in chat that haven't got a clue what we're talking about. Yes, I do apologise. Spitting Image was the uh, puppet show created by, by Fluck and Law back in mid-80s, wasn't it? Early 80s. Well, early, early, early 80s. 80s. Uh, Such classic running gags as the president's brain is missing with uh, Ronald Reagan. You'd got Gorbachev in there. You, oh, you've got racism in the police. Mm. Um, Dimbleby, that was the name of the copper. They always looked slightly Neanderthal, the police in Spitting Image. But, yeah. uh, it was fabulous. It was very, very cutting edge. It was. It was very at the time, and it was very irreverent, very, very on point. 
I mean, Margaret Thatcher sat around the table and the waiter comes up and says, what would you like for dinner, Mom? And she went, steak, rare. He said, what about the vegetables? And she points to the cabinet and goes, they'll all have the same. Tebbit. <laughs> 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 Tebbit, oh, uh, Norman, yeah. Norman Tebbit was a very, if you, if you not of the age that we are, Norman Tebbit was a very senior politician, mm. very well respected politician, but there was always something quite creepy about him, something sort of a bit Bella Lugosa. Yeah. Um, spitting image always showed him as uh, Thatcher's right hand bully boy. And then you had David so, Steele in the leathers. That, that was Tebbit. Well, that's ever in the biker, biker ladders, and oh yeah, David Steele with the SDP, with the David's. Oh, it oh. was an awful one. Are oh, you going back to names? I can't remember. He, he was like a little yappy puppy. So you had the two Davids. It was fabulous. It really was. But if that can, if that can throw a bit of spotlight especially on some of this politics stuff that's going off at the minute and some of the dodgier business dealings, it'll be awesome. It's going to be interesting, especially now, how um, news is brought to us now. Mm. The backlash, I don't think, I honestly think the days of the PC snowflake are coming to an end rapidly because people are getting sick of it. I know I am. Everybody's offended. (laughs) So offended. Who cares? Honestly, being offended is a personal thing. The only person that is offended is yourself. Yeah? That's totally. I think that's how... What normally normally happens when you show somebody you're offended? Somebody else gets offended. Mm. Because you're offended. I'm offended. (laughs) Exactly. Be gone. Tut. It's like... Tut. off. Tut. It's like that dirty Harry quote, isn't it? Opinions are like arseholes. Everybody's got one. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah all right. I'll stop. Great John Major was brilliant. Oh, yeah, he was. Oh, yes. <laughs> Lovely peas, Norma. <laughs> oh man, the, and you had, of course, the debt chair song. Stick a chicken in the air, stick a debt chair up your nose. Yeah. Buy a jumbo chair and they'll uh, bury yeah, all yeah, your, your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> It was the B side that caused me problems on that. I can't remember the B side. I never met a nice South African. Oh. <laughs> mm. 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 Never mind. <laughs> mm. Mm. It's now very common to hear people saying I'm rather offended by that, as if that gives them certain rights. It's actually nothing more than a whine. I find that offensive. It has no meaning. Stephen Fry quote that one. Well said. Well, very true. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a wine. Mm. You know, by tippy toeing around and trying not to offend people, all yeah. we're doing is pampering to winers. See me over dripping, that offends me. 
just that Mitch. <laughs> Mitch is slightly moist too. I am. I'm, I'm very moist. Yes. It dribbled all over my mod. Oh, yes. Julie, <laughs> help Damn. me! I've all dribbled all over my mod. That is a good dripper. <laughs> so, speaking speaking of drippers and moist tips and all the rest of it, Ooh, I enjoyed that. You commented uh, that you was going to watch it and then you watched it and didn't want to tell me about it and then you said mm. what if you was expecting um, Bohemian Rhapsody you're going to be miles away from it what a film um, not what I was expecting and then when you watch the first 20 minutes ish of it maybe a bit mm. less than that maybe the first 15 minutes you're thinking Okay, this is gonna go like my blooming Mamma Mia or something, and then it swivels around and changes again mm. in style and in form. Uh, I was quite impressed. It wasn't a biopic, but it was a biopic, it wasn't a um full on musical, but it kind of was. There was lots of elements, uh, especially the old-fashioned MGM musicals. Yeah. That certain sections, but yeah, what a film! It very, very, very clever. It was. If, if, if I was going to say anything, it was his um, through his eyes, his story. Mm. More through his eyes, a lot of brush over from the the horribleness, but there was horribleness in there. There was a lot of happiness. Very interesting, different way of doing it. I mean, the, I would say the core scenes in it, and this is without giving too much away. The core scenes really take place within a sort of self help group, mm. and he's at the start of the film. He's painting a very rosy, loving picture of his family, etc. And by the end of the film, you sort of go through the denial part, then you get the angry part, mm. and then you get the acceptance part. Mm. And it's, it's a very strange way of carrying the medium. But the, those are the underpinning scenes. I mean, you sort of get... It's almost like he's telling the story while he's at this self-help group. Yeah. And a lot of it's in costume, especially the first and second parts. Mm. But by the end of it, you see him more as himself. Mm. And it, it is very well done. Um, I'm not a big musical fan. No, I'm not I, a big I, musical fan, no. I enjoy the music. Uh, there were certain tunes on there that will have you tapping your foot, I don't care who you are. Um Crocodile Rock and uh, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting. Yeah. I was surprised. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a Elton John fan per se, but I was surprised how much I actually do like Elton John. Hmm. When you, I, I was tap. I think the biggest secret in my musical closet is a bit of Neil Diamond now and again. Hmm. Um, never been a massive fan of Elton John, but he's always been one of those people in the background. Mm. You know, uh, I can hear Don't Go Breaking My Heart, and I, I'm 
immediately carry back to school days. Mm. Um, same with the uh, Crocodile Rock Muppets. Yeah. That always brings the Muppet Show f- for me because they did it on the Muppets. It was brilliant. Uh, Nikita. Oh, I love him. That one. Yeah. Um, passengers. Again, Passengers is when I was in my mid-teens. Mm. Not a song I would have bought, not a song I would have listened to voluntarily. I, shiny, I love different. Shiny Little Dancer. Yeah. Lovely song. I that. love that song. And um, my song. Is it my song? Your song? Your song. Your song. Mm. I love that one anyway. I, I, th- I think the problem with the film, or I wouldn't say the problem with the film, I think... When you see Rocket Man, Elton John, you're expecting, and I think this is where a lot of people could end up not liking the film, is because they're expecting another Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, 100%. And I think if you're going into, especially if you went into the cinema, you're going into it with that assumption that it's going to be a biopic picture, I think you are going to be disappointed. Hmm. But you gave me... Because I, I was expecting it to be a biopic picture uh, when I was going to watch it. But it was when you turned around to me and said, it's not. I think that, because you actually said that, actually made me enjoy it more. Yeah, because it takes that uh, element of disappointment out of it. Mm. I was expecting something like Bohemian. Yeah. I was expecting, you know, a, a canned history of Elton John. Mm. That, I mean, I don't get me wrong, it, it still is a canned history of Elton John, but very, very loosely. Yeah, it's a canned history of Elton John with all the defamatory bits knocked out, I think. I think there was enough in there to give you a... A flavour. A, a flavour. I mean, let's face it, when you're talking... He, he based it around his first 20 years, really. That's all it was based around. It was based around his first 20 years from him starting as a child with his uh, father from the Second World War and all that kind of thing and very dysfunctional family, to say the least. And then obviously it gets him to sort of how he picks up the piano, how he meets Bernie and, and that relationship as well. Then obviously his sexuality gets involved a little bit, doesn't it? And then... Yeah, graphically for my taste. But... Yeah, yeah, there was a bit of that. I mean, Rob Stark will never look the same again. No. <laughs> Winter's coming, so it's Elton. Uh, wrong, yeah. wrong. You know now there, Jon Snow, about your brother. <laughs> Freddie, it was done very tastefully. Yeah. But it was... Um, when I say tastefully, I mean that. I don't mean not to cause offence to people who are offended by, you know, two blokes. It, it was done in a manner. It touched on it. You were well aware of what the situation was. Hmm. But its plot input wasn't lessened by it, where I can't help feeling with the Elton John one you lost a lot of the story because they sort of whitewashed over it. Mm. 
I mean, they, whitewashed, the time, they, they did whitewash over a lot of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, his uh, marriage to Renata, mm. I think he got about four minutes of screen time, didn't it? Yeah, if that. If that. If that. That was the biggest uh, whitewash job mm. for the media ever. But do you think the way that they did it, it wasn't trying to make you feel sorry for him or anything like that. It was more, this is my life in how I see it. I think it was set through his eyes. I mean, yeah. you, you imagine... How, how can you put it? Imagine you telling your story from you being a child to you being, what was he, 30s? Somewhere like because it stopped about the eighties, didn't it? <laughs> My life stopped around the eighties. No, 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 on, on Elton's. <laughs> right, you imagine trying try. Th there's only so much facts that you can put in there that are too personal to be shown oh, yeah. to every Tom, Dick, and Harry. But I thought it was a it it gave you an image. Oh, it did, and. The, the relationship with his mother was always rocky. Mm. Um, Elton, if I remember correctly, I mean, uh, there was... At one point, they sort of broke contact. Mm. Uh, she she was always sort of fairly stern, shall mm. we say, with him. But at the end of the day, she, she was his mum. Mm. Yeah. Um, they did get back together shortly before she died. They got into contact, but after she died, there was some uh, hoo-ha about the will mm. because somebody that had, she'd effectively adopted without adopting ended up with the, the lion's share of, you know, her estate. Uh, and it was, it was a strange, strange relationship. Mm. In the film, it was actually quite a cordial relationship. It wasn't a warm relationship. No, it was weird. It was. I think the, the sad bit was when he went to see his father mm. as an adult, and obviously his dad had moved on with and he'd got his own family there. I thought that was a bit. Yeah, that kind of got you. Yeah. But it bypassed a. It was a weird film when you when you start start breaking it down. It was a weird. Film because it, like like we said, it is a biopic, but it isn't a biopic. Mm. And obviously, the key moments in his life was put to the actual songs. Mm. It was, yeah, strange. Yeah, it, it was. It I was. enjoyed it though, but it could have been anybody. Yeah. To be fair, it could have um, been that could have been totally made up. It, it could have been any 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 rock star from that era. Mm. There was no. It, it could have been a fictional character. Well, I mean, the, the, the scene with Kiki D had me laughing because they were singing "Don't Go Breaking My Heart." And he's pouring at her in a way that landed Dave Lee Travis in the docks. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you seen anything else you've enjoyed? You you seen Preacher Five yet? Or? Uh, no, I haven't. No, and I'm waiting for Mr. Robot because that's starting soon. 
next week. Yeah. Next week. No, I've, I've been, been catching. Up. Believe it or not, I have been catching up on uh, Star Trek: The Original Series, but it's the uh, ones where they've done the uh, updated uh, special effects. Spoiled it for me that. They haven't. I don't think so. I think they've actually. I've I've always liked the original Star Trek anyway, but adding these new um, slightly special effects, it's more to do with the outside spaceships and yeah. planets and things like that that they've updated. And to be honest with you, I think it brings it a little bit more current. He's still got that retro Kirk and Spock and all the guys. I mean, you've still got that retro feel about it. But the actual um, special effects actually enhances it, I think. See, I always preferred the original cut of Star Wars without all the enhancements. So. Well, talking about that, I've found on eBay... Uh, and I'm tempted to get them, the £35 for Blu-ray, and it's the original cuts. Ooh. Mm. Obviously bootlegs, because... Um, they yeah, I don't think they've released them. They will not, and they never will. Now, you can't buy the original cuts. Uh, the last time the original cuts were available were on video, on VHS. So, in theory, if they've done a decent... If they've done a if they've done a decent transfer from video to um, Blu-ray, yeah, it should be alright. So for thirty-five quid, I thought mm, I'm tempted. <laughs> you bad man. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think what else I've been. See, I did watch the end of Preacher. Hmm. That's one for another because you haven't, and I am not going to spoil anything for you. Now I'm halfway through. Was it season? Are we on season five? Season five is the last one. Yeah. yeah. So, it's as a as a long time comic fan of the preacher. Hmm. But that's all I'm going to say. I'm. Where am I up to now? I'm trying to think what, what was the last episode I watched. Because uh, I've got to wait for the... We've missed it about two weeks. Because obviously I'm up to it where it's each yeah. week now. But uh, yeah, it's it's waning. I've got to admit, me personally, it's waning. Mm. There was a point in the comic books where it was almost like the supporting characters took over. Mm. You lost the storyline mm. um, the saint saint of killers became you know the the bad guy became the the anti-hero almost mm. yeah um, which is, fact, is, which has already happened anyway yeah i mean he, he ends up uh, they ended up doing a limited run of his own book just purely up about the saint of killers so it was very strange, very, very strange. The one I'm really, really hoping that they get around to making is Sandman. Hmm. Oh, hell yeah. There's so much scope for that. There's one that's coming out on the Horror Channel. Uh, I think it starts on Saturday. And there's quite a few members of uh, Game of Thrones are in it. Um, Matt Smith's in it. It's called uh, Patient Zero. Yeah. I keep yeah, on seeing that. that advertised, so I think we might actually have a look at that. 
the premise um they're all living in a bunker from this is just from the the um the advert on the uh, horror channel they're in a bunker outside um the world has been hit by a rabies type of a virus that turns humans into aggressive horrible nasty people and mm. obviously there's a patient zero that's probably hybrid that's all the information we've got but there's quite a lot of people from uh, game of thrones is in it and obviously matt smith's in it so it's worth watching just for matt smith yeah i'm the only thing being that for me that's already been done in the passage mm. the passage was as the for those that saw it I think it's been cancelled now, but it's based on a, a trilogy of books where basically um, it's it's almost like a, a retelling of the modern-day vampire, mm. but they don't use the V word, mm. you know. Um, and it, it was a great series. The books are fantastic. They are mind-blowing. They will take you weeks to finish. Mm. They are huge. You know, we're talking Game of Thrones sort of thickness of, of volumes, yeah. you know. Um, so, super rabies. Mm. It almost sounds a bit um, Walking Dead type esque. I don't know, but it, it looked quite interesting. So I think I might. It's on the uh, on this Saturday coming. So I thought I might as well give that a. It sounds like it's actually based off the film. There was a 2018 action horror by Stefan Rosowski, mm. um, which is a mutated form of rabies, spreads from animals to humans. Oh, it's that one. It's got Matt Smith in. Mm. Yeah. So is, the, actually, is Matt Smith in the original film then? Yeah, it says it's a film, but it doesn't say whether it's... Uh, mm. So I'm wondering if they've turned it into a TV series. Hmm. How bizarre. Stuart, hello. I've been told about this 100 as well. Um, Bill's just mentioned it. Our Aiden's watching 100. It's called the 100. I haven't seen it. Mm. Oh, it's a good show. Mm. Hey, Stuart. So we've got Rachel, if you like crime things, give element. Yeah, elementary. Absolutely brilliant. John, uh, what's his name? Train spotting Johnny. Ah. <laughs> what, the creator of, what, the creator of Train Spotting? No, no, he played one of the characters in Train Spotting. Uh, Johnny was in Dracula 2000 as well. Oh, um,. I've got Banksy in my brain, but it's not Banksy, is it? Johnny Lee Miller? That's the one. Thank you, JP. That's... <laughs> Cheers, JP. It is, it is brilliant. The fact they've twisted Watson's... Is it Watson's... Rento? Rento? No. I'm trying sick... to think. Sick... sick Boy. Oh, Sick Boy. Sure it is. Uh... Because oh, is it Renton? Isn't it Renton that's in the? Um, oh, what was it? What was that? Um, yeah, well, Renton was. Uh, yeah, but who was in that zombie film? There were two of them. Um, 
Oh, boy. Him out of Peaky Blinders plays in it. He, he was in the first one. Where he wakes up in the hospital. And London's all zombified. Oh, my brain. Well, oh, uh, Dave the Triffids? No, it was a zombie film. And Renton was uh, one of the main characters as well. Um, oh, blooming it. I can see it now. Oh. I'm not going to run downstairs and get the film, because I've got them. I've got them both. Is it... Tw- oh, boy, my brain won't work. Well, well Ewan, Ewan McGregor plays Renton. Yeah, no. No, John- no it's not um, Ewan McGregor. Um... Robert Carlyle. The one with the tash. Uh, Ewan Bremer. Brenda. Oh, he oh pl- that's Robert Carlyle. Yeah, that's Robert Carlyle. He plays in it. That's yeah. it. It's him. Him out of Peaky Blinders. He's the main character. Yeah, 28 Days. That's it, 28 Days. Thank you. And 28 Days Later is just as good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Which, when, obviously, when you watch 28 Days and watch 28 Days Later, you think, hey, up. Walking Dead ain't half nicked to a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it, is it 28 weeks? Is it 28 days? No, you've got 28 days and 28 weeks. It's 28 days and then 28 weeks later. It is, yes. Yeah, because there was a rash of those sort of movies around then, wasn't there? Because mm. Doomsday was like 20, 2008, evil... Resident Evil was still on the go. Mm. And then you also had, was it uh, 48 Hours or something like that? That's the one where, oh no, 30 Days, wasn't it? Where it was based in somewhere like Norway or somewhere like that, where they have 30 Days of Night. Mm. Mm. That that was based on a comic book as well. Mm. Blimey. See, yeah, I knew my brain was working. I'm just terrible with names. That's my big <laughs> downfall, honestly. A face, I never forget a face. But names, I am terrible with. <laughs> you ain't kidding. So it was originally, 30 Days of Night was originally picked as a comic. Mm. Um, apparently, Dark Days, the sequel, got released straight to home video. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, I heard that UFO's being remade as well. Reckon it'll work. Might be the same without the, the aluminium foil mini skirts and the purple bob hair wigs. I know. No. Well, Space 99 starts on Thursday on Horror Channel. Yes, it does. Six o'clock, if you was wondering. <laughs> on 1999's back on, is it? Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Because it's been on uh, Forces TV, so... Mm. Yeah, they're doing it on Horror Channel. Oh, great. I'll be able to catch that when I get back from work. I love Space 1999. I don't care what anyone says. I love Space 1999. I, I always what? remember... I mean, I don't know how old I was. I was little. Little. And to be honest with you, I've never been frightened of horror films or anything like that. But there was one episode of Space 1999 that kind of freaked me out as a kid. And I can't remember what the episode was called, but I just remember there was this big blobby thing and it sucked the people in and when they pushed them out it was just bones that was the one where the guy they'd sent a spaceship 
out to investigate something back when Alpha was around orbiting the Earth. Mm. And Landau, the doctor, was involved in the panel Mm. that reprimanded the pilot because they thought he was mad. And Moonbase Alpha comes across the the same spot. Mm. And it all gets proven. But yeah, I, I know exactly the episode you're on about. Yeah, as a child... That's all like, whoa, that was one of those, Because the monster was based in a doorway, wasn't it? Mm. And it had tentacles. Yeah, that's right. And it dragged him in underneath, and then it spat him out. Like... Yeah, and it was just bones left. Yeah, it all was freaky. Another film that really, and as a child, I'm not talking as an adult, as a child, that really stuck in my brain. The first part, of Escape from New York. Snake Plissken. Mm. Yeah. Not the actual film, but the actual thought of making the whole of New York a prison. And the way that they tell it, you, right at the beginning, mm. and it shows you where all the blockades are and all this, and how they did it. And that really stuck in my brain, that. that Just that little bit there. I mean, I like the film anyway. But that little bit of... Wow, they've created a prison, and it's a city. Mm. It was so like mind-boggling, and just one of them ones that's really stuck in my brain. That grumpy, I am so glad you mentioned that Doom Patrol. What a series that was! Never saw it. It's only recently finished. It's um, absolutely brilliant. Faithful to the comic. Mm. It's a. It's. It's in the realms of Legion, mm. that sort of disassociated reality. Mm. It's a bit silly, mm. but it's funny. Well, that's a bit it's like funny. our show then, isn't it? <laughs> well, disassociated from reality. Yeah, yeah. disassociated from reality. <laughs> a bit funny. <laughs> oh, sounds, I mean, that like, just described tales from the own, that. <laughs> Hello, Mick. Hello, Mick. It's not definitely not for kids, as, as Ben says. Mm. I mean, there's effing and jeffing and sort of fairly strong sexual content and things. and Nothing. Well, suggestions of sexual content, shall we say. But uh, if you enjoyed the comic mm. from back in the late 70s and early 80s, uh, brilliant. Mm. Absolutely brilliant. Now, I'd say still say The Boys is better than uh, Doom Patrol, Ben. I, I really like did boys. enjoy the books. I enjoyed I the, the boys. soundtrack's got a lot to do with that. Hmm. What's this reality you mentioned? God knows. Well said, ben. God knows. <laughs> it's far too boring. Yeah, it's far too boring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the Boys was brilliant. I, I, they took a br- really difficult... To series to bring across mm. and they still managed to bring it across the TV in fact if anything I say they added a little bit to it mm. I enjoyed it it was sort of like the the idea behind it is sort of like yeah if superheroes were real yeah great it, idea it, it was sort of like yeah because let's face it if we all like, I mean let's face it if we all had a superpower, come on then. If you had a superpower, chat, what would it be? 
But would you, would you, if you had a superpower, what would you be? First person that says invisible gets a slap. <laughs> but while they're thinking about that, if what if superheroes were real? Have you seen Brightburn yet? Nope. What a film. What a... Takes the classic Superman story, yeah? So childless couple find a, a pod with a baby inside. But instead of it turning into some goody-goody true justice in the American way superhero, the kid turns evil. It's mm. awesome. What a twist. It really is fantastic. I watched it the other day. Couldn't get my arse off the sofa for the two hours it was on. Mm. The house could have burned down and I'd have still been watching that film. It was brilliant. And what was that called? Brightburn. Brightburn. Good old-fashioned sort of 80s-style horror. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of gore in it. So we've got Rachel that wants teleportation. Yeah, I like that one. That's a good yeah. one, that. Jules wants mind control. I think Jules has already got mind control. <laughs> Have you watched her live shows? I think oh, you, yes. I think you've already got mind control, Jules. <laughs> mm, I really do. <laughs> JP wants to, to fly. Aww. So Goku's instant transmission. <laughs> Dragon Ball fans, you'll know what she means. <laughs> hey, up, Chrissy, baby. Full on Mary Sue. I'm not quite What's sure. Mary what... Sue. Mary Sue. Is that sort of like Cockney Rhyme or something? Mary Sue having a poo. Hold on. Let's see. If I get banned off the internet because of this. This is not going to be like a blue waffle, is it? <laughs> What's a Mary Sue? This is not right. Bill wants to be able to change shape. I think most people want to do that. <laughs> the one I'd want would be density control. Really? Mm. That, that, that's a serious one. Why density control? Well, just think of the people you could help. You could make yourself as light as air and just float. You know, you make yourself super solid. Everything's going to bounce off you. Mm. You know, kid runs into the middle of the road. Bump. Sorted. I don't know what superpower I'd like. X-ray vision. X-ray vision. <laughs> That's the one I wanted at 13. X-ray vision. I think everyone wanted that one, didn't they? <laughs> no, I've got to admit, I, uh, superpower. Hmm. No. There's nothing I can think of that... Speed would be good. Yeah, but look what happens when you speed. You've got to eat so much, haven't you? The problem is? Well, that's true, yeah. Always staying thin. <laughs> no, you don't I, have to I, worry I, about you. I think if I, I... Me, it'd be time travel. 
to be able to flip from time to time. Hmm. That's a bloody dangerous one. Well, if you're going to go for it, mate, go for it right, <laughs> don't you? You might as well. If you're going to, yeah. I'm a laser mm. gate, so I think telekinesis would be my thing. I'd float a, a beer, beer from, from a fridge. fridge to the couch. <laughs> good lad, Chris. Like it, Chris. <laughs> That's actually a good one, that, you know. <laughs> telekinesis would be good, yeah. Yeah, it would wow. be good. Yeah, Nick's just said he watched the second Fantastic Beast film the other day. Good acting, but it it does go on and on, and it sort of lost its way halfway through. I think. What the fan, uh, Fantastic the, Beasts and Where to Find Them? Yeah, the yeah, second yeah. one. Grimes of Grimwald. Yeah, it, where where he got them? With his little uh, yeah. It, it, it sort of felt almost like it should have been the first part of a whole film. Hmm. It just seemed to wander about. It was good. I mean, I love Johnny Depp as Grimwald. Yeah. I think that, that's cracking. But, uh, it's not dark enough for me. Yeah, it should be a bit darker. Mm. I thought but it. I, suppose... I thought it was going to go. You know, a little bit more mature, but a little, little bit more grittier. Yeah, why lose the, the kiddie following there is? Because the books are nothing like the film. Mm. And Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is almost like a, a dictionary, if you will, of animals. Really? Yeah. It, there's very little of that. I mean, she's done well. Let, let's be let's be right. She's done blooming well out of the whole thing. Not old JK. Mm. She really mm. has. I mean, blooming heck, how old's Harry Potter now? I mean, that must be 20-year-old. The first film. Mm. Must be. Must be 20 years old. Well, then, I was... I got a copy of Philosopher's Stone for my 22nd birthday, so... That's going back a bit. Are you are you uh, are you on that 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 special thing, Chris? I think we need a new drama show on TV, like a crime drama where a ten-year-old girl solves crimes with an etch sketch. <laughs> I like you've it. Laced, you've laced it a bit too heavy there, Chris. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> ease up, just slightly, mate. <laughs> you're not careful. You're in whitey territory. Right. <laughs> oh, bro, how you doing, kiddo? Afternoon, gents. Wow, YouTube is a pain. Only just got the notification that you are live. Hope everyone is well. Yeah, we're always live at two o'clock. It's all right, Mo. <laughs> we'll be finishing in fifteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're always live two o'clock. Live on a two o'clock on a Sunday and seven p.m. on a Thursday. Shameless plug, shameless plug. Vapester, <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing? Yeah. It's yeah. nice to see you, Mo, anyway, mate. It is. It's always nice to see you, Mo. Mo, are you going to Expo? Dun, dun, dun. Won't be the same without Scooter. 
too much drink last. You bad man. Oh, you bad man. <laughs> I say. Yeah, but he's not actually saying what he's drinking. See, that's like vaping, isn't it? I'm just vaping. <laughs> yeah, but he's just drinking. Well, yeah, he could be drinking out there, uh, Mo Bro. You think you really think Mo's been sat there knocking back Pepsi's all night? Because I don't. I think, well, he could be. He's not exactly saying what he's drinking. He's got a fuzzy head for drinking. There oh, no, go. he's not going. You're not going, kidder? Oh, oh bugger. Because I never got to say hello last time. He was bit, he was buried in the media section on the Sunday when I came last time. Mm. On the Desperado, I was like, oh, God. Oh, grape and grain, it's going to end badly. <laughs> oh, he's nice and mixy there, mixing, matching. Oh, Desperate wine and, and yeah. lager beer and wine. No. Mm. Yeah. The only thing that could have topped that off is the Jaeger bomb. Oh, yeah. I, I like a Jaeger bomb. <laughs> but that much sugar in it, I'm amazed you. it's not acting like kryptonite for you, mate. It does. That's why I don't drink it. <laughs> That's why I don't drink. <laughs> Just the words, sugar sends me in a hole. <laughs> like, oh. Oh. Good to see first aid's been uh, applied there. No. Lots of tea. Lots of tea. And when the stomach's a little more settled, mate, I, I would strongly suggest a fry up. Oh, yes. Fry up and strong tea. Always the best cure for a hangover. No, I wouldn't bother about the tea, though. Coffee, black. Like my soul. <laughs> didn't say like my men this time. <laughs> like me what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. Oh, excellent. He's there in May. Oh, excellent. Awesome. Well, let, let's face it, Expo is only around the corner. It is. It's what? Less than two weeks now? Yeah. I can't believe it's coming around that quick. I know. Is... Well, sorry, 20 days in it, so it's less hmm. than three weeks. So. Hmm. But, uh... so I think we might do a... Uh, um, we'll, we'll be definitely doing an Expo special on the Thursday. Hmm. We'll talk about Expo, because we've got to do that. And then, obviously, we'll do one on the Sunday as well. Sunday, we'll be there. I know, we'll be there. I want about the following Sunday. Oh, right, OK. Hey, Pop Juice, hello! Hello, mate. He's still dying of man flu. Oh, bless. That's not good. Bless. This little cut and sucks. Mo, if you turn round uh, last May's expo, when we were doing the uh, the media bit, we could have said hello, mate, because I was right behind you. <laughs> Here, that bloke looks like Scooter. <laughs> who didn't get it that's a good question Bill who didn't get yeah, it exactly yeah my B&M I sort of said to him look I've got four codes do you, you know do you want him to maybe do a, a spot giveaway or something and he pulled out a sheaf of 16 <laughs> oh bless you hey, um, if anybody still needs a ticket just let me know I think I've got about I think I've got four tickets still left 
So if you you still need a ticket, just PM me well, and I'll sort I've, it out. I've got four codes, so yeah. again, drop me a line if you need a code, or you need, or you know somebody else that needs a code. Mm. Like I said on Thursday, it's all about sharing the love. That's it. Oh boy, that the free. So all you have to do is get there. Mm. I mean, how much is it in actual ticket now? Is it fifteen quid, something like that, yeah. to get in? So fifteen quid, and then parking. If you park, but don't pre-book. I think it's eighteen, and if you park and do pre-book, it's twelve. If you go for the express parking, it's around the twenty quid mark. So. Uh, Car sharing is the order of the day. <laughs> and Mo, bro, you leave my sheep alone. That's mine. <laughs> that sheep up there is mine. <laughs> no, just, just we, we don't do sheep jokes. No, we don't do sheep jokes. Mainly because most of my family, well, half of the family's from Bridgend and Porth Calls, so. <laughs> and half of mine are from South Wales as well, and Jan's half are from North Wales, so, yeah. There we are. <laughs> no sheep jokes in this chat room, thank No! No expo oh, for us. Oh. We have that market thing going less than a month. Okay. Shame me, Bobby. Oh. Would have been nice to meet you. I'm sure you can nip him for an hour or so. <laughs> come on, get your private plane. And come on, <laughs> come on, hip hop, jeeps. Oh, these. When did dad jokes become part of our chat room? Because we're getting them. <laughs> oh, you can't beat a dad joke. Sheep jokes are bad. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't pull the wool over Mobro's eyes. No. <laughs> God almighty. Right. Well, it's ten to the hour. It is ten to the hour. I think it's this time to start wrapping this one to bed, I think. Oh, God, you can't bleat a good sheep joke. No. Nah. <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> oh, so what you got coming up next week, mate? Coming up for review next week, we have the UCAN Uni Pro. Uh, that's going to be all exciting. Ooh. And I've also got the... Uh, I've got this one. What's it called now? The uh, Year 2... Uh, oh, I forgot what it's called now. Yeah, I'm a good reviewer, aren't I? What's it called now? Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I can't remember what it's called. Oh, it's the Cremu. Cremu. Cremu, that's it. Cremu. Which I find... I've been trying to find... When you get Chinese companies uh, creating names for devices, I always try and find out what what that actually means, and I can't I can't find anything about Cremu. The only thing that I can get with Cremu is a, a cream, mm. and that's it. So it's the the cream of their crop, I suppose. So I thought it was quite interesting. So yeah. 
I'm trying to think, aren't they Indonesian? Uh, no, they're from uh, China. China? Yeah. Yeah, too. They are from China. Zhengzheng, if I remember rightly. Year2.com. Well, that's happy, healthier, and wealthier. Year2, year2, year2. Yeah, they're from China. Right. Interesting. Hmm. I always like to try and find out because, because they have meanings for things. Uh, more than anything else, in, uh, I always like to try and find out what it means. You know, like it might be a god or uh, <clears throat> a flower or something like that. Mm. Uh, the one of them was uh, beating drums or child of the drums was one of them. The other week that I was looking at. What's this one? Oh, K R E M U. Yeah, is the. Kenya Rangeland Ecological Monitoring Unit, but I don't think it's going to be that big. No, no, no. Yeah. Either way, it's a nifty looking little beast, so I'd like to see what you think on it. Stuart. God, Benny Stuart. Mark. Mark. Mark's out of 10. What does the bucket mean then? What walket? What walket? We on about it up. Walket. Walket. <laughs> What's a walket mean? Walket. I ain't reviewed a walket. Uh, What's a walket? It's a thing that takes you into space. <laughs> <laughs> The Wocket AIO by Snow Wolf. All right, the Wocket. <laughs> Not about that. 25 watt pod system. There you go, Jules and Mamas just told me. The Wocket pod. Mm. It's the Segeli kit. All right. I'm only a reviewer. That's all I do is I review stuff that people send me. Anything out besides that, I ain't got a clue. <laughs> If it don't get sent here, I mean, could be out. Play a default. Oh, bless you. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, hip hop juice. I mean, Jonathan Ross named it. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, answers it. Answers it oh, totally. It's the wasty pod. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's what I've got coming up uh, next week. Obviously, the live show on Thursday with Steve, myself, and the wonderful Chris. Chris will be back with us after he, mm. he can tell us all about his march, which I'm absolutely looking forward to. to telling me all his endeavours and how it went and everything. So I'm looking forward to. That. I want to know how he ended up on the article the picture. Yes. Yes, handsome little devil in the paper. Well, online, isn't he? <laughs> I was going through the uh, various articles about the the uh, protest, mm. and lo and behold, there is our Chris in all his manly goodness. 
<laughs> so we'll be finding all that out. I can't, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to Thursday so we can have a chat and all that. that that's going to be good. Good stuff. Uh, how do you milkshake release a new smart device? <laughs> Oh, that's good. Ben, that that is, yeah, that stuff. is good. Yeah, I like that one. Oh, mind saying that? Have you seen the new Smock Pod? I haven't, but talking about Smock, I like the, mm. is it the double D that they're calling it? Not seen that. Yeah, that looks actually quite nice uh, for a Smock product. I'm sure it's called the double. It's either the D double or double D. Mm. Mm. Try the D double first. You know, ah, D barrel box mod. Yeah, is it D barrel? Oh, yeah, it looks. That doesn't half look like a pistol grip again. Mm-hmm. Like the mag. Do you know what it kind of reminds me of? You know how you get these high-end mods where they've got the wood and then obviously you've got the stainless steel tube in the centre for your battery? Mm. It's kind of got that look about it. I thought that was quite interesting. It looks a little bit mm. different. It looks a little bit posher than normal. I mean, some of the uh, um, the, the the actual finish on the, sort of like the, the S-shape was a bit plasticky by the looks of it, but I'm sure if they do something a bit nicer. Hmm. Well, Fagan was uh, reviewing the, the one of the latest uh, pods. Well, it's an a, sort of AIO cell from Smock. But it, the interesting thing was it took the coils from the Nord mm. and one of the other Smock pod products. So at Ooh. least you've got a bit of longevity into mm. it. Bill's just turned around and says, we can't have the D-barrel, allegedly. Why is that, Bill? That's interesting. That's the fetch. It is the fetch. Yeah, it's a 40-watt pod system. Hmm. But it's, it's actually got a decent screen on it. All right. It's, it's, it's a nice-looking little pod, to be honest. And I just really like the idea that you could put the previous product's coils into it. Hmm. So rather than milking you, having to buy a new set of coils if you've already got the Nord, etc. Yeah. I mean, the Nord coils were really good. Mm. I like the Nord, especially the 0.6 ohm coil. That was nice. But mm. me personally, I'd rather one that you can rebuild. Hello, Matt. Hiya, Matt. But mm. it's supposed to be US only. Interesting. Um, I wonder why. Much longer. Oh, that looks. That, that means I'm gonna to have to get one now. I'm gonna to have to search one out, search one out, and get one. Just, just for the sake of that. You like? Oh yeah, right. that would be awkward. Black sheep. That's what I am. I am the black sheep. Nah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I'm so looking forward to Thursday's show. Yeah. Just to Bruce being up to, to be honest. Mm. Then it'll be, before we know it, it'll be Sunday again, and here we will be. I know. Two o'clock. Two o'clock. We're always here two at o'clock. two o'clock. Two o'clock seems to be the, our time, doesn't it? Two o'clock. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it's just our time. 
Two o'clock. Subtle. Subtle, mate. Subtle. Tut. I'm thinking tut. I know you are. <laughs> oh. You know, two o'clock, right. tut's sake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it. I mean, 23rd show, tut, you know, two o'clock. <laughs> 7 p.m. on a Thursday, year and a half. <laughs> Missed one show. Stop it. <laughs> I am. I am terrible. I am such a bad man. You bring yes, it out of me. You, you, I'm normally quite quiet, and it's you bring it all out of me. I never laid a finger on you, son. <laughs> right. Well, I think we would better call an end to this <laughs> this train wreck. <laughs> it's not a train wreck. Why is it a train wreck? It's just not she reality started, as you know it. <laughs> you started thinking tut. I reckon you I reckon you've taken the red pill. Oh yes, <laughs> definitely. I wanna see how far it goes. <laughs> Right, folks. Well, thank you for joining us this afternoon. It's been a proper giggle. Hmm. It really has. And I'm amazed nobody else said X-ray vision for the superpower. Yeah, I know. Well, you told him not to. You were going to slap him. (laughs) I was looking forward to that. (laughs) My say. So if you meet us at Expo and you see Steve, say X-ray so he can slap you. So just walk up to him and say, X-ray. <laughs> Jake says, X-ray on Thursday now, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> All right, as we always say, there wouldn't be a show without you. Thank you so much for joining us for the last two hours. We really appreciate it. We hope you've given you some ideas on stuff to watch, mm. things to vape, or places to look for the truth. The truth. They seem to be getting rather rare these days. Yeah, the truth is out there. <laughs> hey, that could be a new hashtag slogan, that. The truth is out there. It's got a catchy not ring unless, to it. No, unless you want to be called a bot. No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? That article? I didn't, know. We Vape, We Vote. Was, uh, Wired magazine pl- posted an article stating that all of that was, uh, wasn't human beings, it was bots. It was a campaign by the vaping industry. Really? Mm. Bloody hell. We're a bot Strangely now. enough, a lot of people uh, took offence to it, strangely enough. But mm. hey. <laughs> are we human or are we dancers? Oh, God, that's a copyright strike. <laughs> I didn't sing it. <laughs> oh, that's fair enough. Yeah, I didn't sing it. So you reckon if we did a... Oh, who played Jim Kirk? Which one? Shatner. Yeah, William. That's the one name I'm looking for. What, William? Yes. So if we if we started doing stonk songs in the style of Shatner, where you don't actually see it, you just sort of... Oh, he's Lucy in the it. Sky with Diamonds. I love that version. <laughs> Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. 
hands. Yes, that was so brilliant. What factor five, Miss? <laughs> With tangerine dreams and marmalade skies. Dear, dear Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Right, come on. We better close this off before. It okay, goes. guys. Just want to give a big thank you to Steve. What an awesome show. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Guys in chat and guys on the spanners, thank you so much for looking after our wonderful, wonderful chat. I think definitely on both shows, we have the most awesome chat. You guys are absolutely brilliant. Love you to bits, really do. And I can't wait to meet most of you at Expo. It's going to be awesome. So I'm going to wrap this one up. Thanks ever so much for watching, and we'll see you on Thursday. Oh, we will. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Wibbly effects. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs>